Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Quirkier than Michael Kidd Gilchrist shooting form. It's the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. I am your host, Don Denham. You can find me at Don underscore Denham. Joining me, as always, is my fellow Mavs fan for life, Ruben Thomas, a.k.a. Reddit Mavs. Good morning, my friend. How are you? Dude, I'm awake. (laughs) (laughs) We are recording this super early, much earlier than what we normally do. Uh, It's a Saturday morning. Um, we've yep. just, uh, it's the first week of the school year for you. It's, uh, I, I have got some, uh, family endeavors that I'd like to attend. So it is very much adjusting to my awful schedule. So thank you so much for being here with me today <laughs> for the pod. What is up, man? I, oh. you know, this week has <laughs> been, you know, this week has been, uh, you know, interesting from a math perspective, interesting from a personal perspective. So. Yeah. Sure, absolutely. So, uh, Mavs played uh, three games since we last. Yes, we've had uh, three games since yes. we have uh, talked last. Uh, we played the Jazz, the Blazers, and the Phoenix Suns. We know the playoff picture. Uh, we're going to do just a, or, you know, speaking of Portland, we have uh, uh, Mr. Grant. Uh, he is not joining us today. My only guess is that he's taking cover from Dame Lillard's firebombing the entire league, just going for 60, 50, 60, 2,000. Yeah. yeah, he's just maxed out. He's just gotten to, into two, just absolute playoff form. Not to say I called it, but I think, I don't think it was really, uh, that hard to tell <laughs> he just has a different intensity than anybody in the bubble right now so completely yeah. unstoppable um be it efficient or not but man he lit us up that was insane so uh we'll go over some of these games just super fast because we want to talk playoffs but also we got a lot of questions from our listeners uh we uh yeah we faced the jazz first the jazz uh it was you know kp and luca and dorian finney smith were out yeah, um, it was so, like a day game too. It was like at two. Yeah, so. and so none of us had a lot, you know, great expectations with that one. But it turned out to be a real role player win. It was, uh, you know, we had THJ and Seth Curry that just lit it up from three. They were very efficient. Um, they were the ones that really led the charge back to that win. Um, but real quick, a shout out to uh, Josh Reeves, his first ever NBA basket. That was super cool. Yeah, I know our friends up at the Texas Legends are really happy about that because, you know, it kind of shows that, you know, they, you know, they do work on, you know, stuff with guys like in terms of uh, player production and like just like developing their guys. And he, I mean, I like him a lot as a, you know, athlete and as a potential like Mavs piece in the future, like a bench piece. Um, you know, I think you could definitely get it done. I know there's like a weird little 
section of you know Mavs Twitter, which is Reeves Hive. <laughs> so you know, shout to you guys. Your 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 guy did it. So absolutely, I think uh, I think with Reeves and just any any time that you can hear a good success story from the G League, I'm for it because I think that just having a developmental league is it's just more fun to me than college in some respects um, because there's not that personal connection. It's I've always had a love for minor league sports. Um, I've always, I've always felt more camaraderie and more passion towards the Mavericks anyways. Uh, and part of it's because I just never went to a big college or a, or had a, or a family member that went to like Texas or SMU even. Um, so I don't like have like a collegiate loyalty really. I mean, I, I'm an adopted Longhorns fan, but that's just because I've been living in Austin for 10 years. Like, and I can't avoid it. Um, but also, I don't know. I think going out to like kind of farm teams of professional teams, like I've always enjoyed that. Like I I've gone to an Austin Spurs game fairly frequently because I live very close to the stadium there. And I don't know. It's int- like, I think if the G league can be what it's intending to be, which is like be a preview of NBA stars that are just, you know, not quite yet to develop. Like it's really cool seeing, uh, uh, is it Boucher in, in on the Raptors? Like yeah, Chris Boucher, yeah. Chris, who's just what an absolute freak that dude is. He's got like a seven five wingspan, something stupid. Like and can yeah. shoot threes and like he, yeah, looks actually kind of like Bull Bull, which is like yeah. had the, had the G League ex- existed, I think Bull Bull would have been probably playing a few games there first. Uh, and he's yeah. lighting up the bubble. So, anyways, uh, sorry, Texas Legends. Uh, tangent there uh so then we had uh portland which was uh an amazing game it it it, the result was not to our favor but (laughs) holy hell that was a slugfest from the get-go i will say i was most impressed by the mavericks in that game even though it was a loss it's the first time that the mavericks felt tough to me it's the first time that they didn't just like not every Anytime there was contact, you didn't have Luca doing the shoulder shrug, hit palms in the air. Where's yeah. the call? Like, that's the one move we just got to get rid of in this. And yeah. they didn't really do that. They were actually just kind of fighting tooth and nail with, uh, with Portland. Portland's fight was clearly fighting for their playoff lives. And Dame went nuclear, as we said before. Nuclear. Nuclear. Yeah, not yeah. I I keep wanting to George Bush it. I keep wanting to say uh, like nuclear, and it's like that's that's not. That's not, not what you say. That's not how you say those words. Anyways, so Dame went off. He was eighteen for eighteen from the stripe. Um, I will say, you know, good on him for making all of those. But holy hell, there were some phantom calls in this game. Uh, absolutely, dude. The call against Kristaps. Um, I, I can kind of see the uh, you know the argument for the call against um, uh, who was it Trey Burke yeah Trey Burke the call against Trey I can kind of see it because he wasn't in control you know but yeah he kind of ran body. into him and even yeah. afterwards he kind of realized okay had I just avoided him that the we worst were, part yeah. about that was that DFS sank a corner three and that could have very well decided the game yeah that could have um, been it. I don't know. I mean, like we would have been up to with plenty of seconds to go, and that doesn't yeah. mean that we're out against Dame Lillard. But yeah, because he can—he's like Aaron Rodgers, you know, just like absolutely give him, some, give him some time on the clock, and you know that can. I don't know. I've only, I've only watched football maybe like four times in my life, so. <laughs> uh, 
guys get hurt. There, there you go. Uh, yeah. um, so what with that Portland game, I think like that you can't ignore the refs on that. And that to me is what poor officiating is. Not so much like, oh, the guy got the call wrong. That I'm not too much worried about. I mean, like they're humans out there and like every block is a charge. Every charge is a block. I'm quoting Grant from his, uh, his show, a show about basketball. He said that verbatim. So shout out Grant. Uh, you can find him at Edmund the Slayer. Um, but I think where refs in the NBA, like I think for the most part, they do a really good job. Like they are pretty balanced. And actually we shot virtually like within, if, if we're within two to five, you know, free throw attempts per team. I think all in all, that's about as fair as you could, you know, assess it. Um, Dame got 18, but we got pretty much like the same amount of calls. We just missed five more than the Portland Trailblazers. Four or five, I can't remember. I did the game. Yeah, I should remember. Yeah, you did the game. <laughs> Anyways, what I'm getting at is that like, you know, had we made two, three more of those, like who knows if that game changes. Yeah. Um, and also just like once the, the the pace of the game is interrupted, that's where I'm like, all right, refs, like there yeah. were some yeah. someone breathed on Dame Lillard calls that were just kind of like, all right, we're already having an exciting game of them matching three point shots. Yeah. Like going toe to toe. Yeah. Why are you halting the pace so we can watch Dame shoot three free throws? Like he wasn't really hunting for them. It's just like, they just seemed like they were kind of giving it to him. It wasn't like a James Harden thing where he's kicking and falling down and yeah. initiating contact. I wasn't getting that same vibe from Dame Lillard, partially because I'm a fan. And I think James Harden, like as great as a player as he is, he, he plays the ref game more than like half of his game is playing the refs than playing the team he's facing. Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely agree, man. But I mean, that game was really fun. Uh, you know, I always talk shit about the refs every game. Uh, I thought maybe the, what I said, I think I tweeted something out and I was like, oh shit, they might actually get me for this one. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think I, I just, I threw a couple of F-bombs in there and I was like, okay, they actually might get me out of the paint for this one. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I, haven't been, I haven't been suspended yet, so. I see. I see. Yeah. Uh, we're still waiting to hear from the league. Um, yeah. <laughs> that being said, uh, I will say this was like the first game that I actually saw Michael Kidd Gilchrist the way that I wanted to see Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Um, yes. He was, uh, we were actually getting lit up by Carmelo Anthony of all things. And he yeah, the mid-range and, game. Like, fucking mid-range. Yeah. Back like to the mid, basket. <laughs> mid-range post fadeaways. And sure enough, MKG came in and disrupted that and was like a really good uh, energy guy off of it. Um, MKG's had a weird string of these past like three games where he's been like a plus minus God, which is just the weirdest stat to date. And it's just, so do you know what plus minus is? I had to like, look it up. Like, I I just, I I don't know. I don't know like how they determine or anything like that. So no, I just see that. I'm like, like, Luke had a good game, even though he had like five turnovers. Cool. Like, sure. Well, basically (laughs) it's like how many possessions that you are on, like on the floor and are, do they end in a positive or negative result? So if you are getting scored oh, on, okay. that's a negative result. If you okay. are getting if blocked you, or, or well, yeah, if you turn the ball over, if okay. you uh, if you have a possession that ends poorly for your team, that is the minus. So here's the thing: you can just basically you can be like Steve Novak and like sit in the corner and have a great plus minus, and just everyone else is kind of doing the work. Yeah. Uh, or you can just be like 
on the floor a long time and like an offensive team gets hot and you're doing everything that you can to be in like defensive position. But if they're scoring a bunch, it, then you have like a minus plus minus Um, MKG has been like plus 20 in like so many of his games, but it's not recorded a basket or uh, like playing like five minutes or just like, yeah, no, he played six minutes, had six rebounds, no points and was like plus 22 in the box. It's, it's definitely one of those like, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely a context stat more than yeah. it's like something that we should give awards. I, to. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, speaking of uh, meaningless stats, we lost to Phoenix and man, what a bubble season for them to go eight and oh and not make the play in game. Yeah, what dude. Weird turn. Uh, like everyone wanted Phoenix Portland. No one yeah. wants Memphis aside from Memphis fans because and Grant. Yeah. And Grant, that's true. And like, don't get me wrong. Like, I John Morant is super exciting, um, but without Jaron Jackson Jr., yeah, that team is just not. That'll be probably one of the bigger upsets of the bubble if if the Grizzlies do upset Portland. Pull it off, yeah. Yeah, Dame Lillard, who's been a fucking monster. So. <laughs> I mean, but I, I will say, like, the rest of the teams really like. Uh, Gary Trent Jr. has been uh, very, very good. Almost like Gary Clark. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Bright lights, man. Um, so uh, maybe it's the Austin night in me that's <laughs> Gary Clark. Anyways, but Gary, uh, Gary Trent Jr. has been super good for them. Um, you had, I mean, CJ McCollum's actually been really poor. That's the other thing that's surprising is like CJ has usually been the guy that makes up for when Dame has a poor shooting stand. It- it's just he's he's his back is broken dude. exactly like, yeah like he's yeah. literally running around uh injured so it's just like so he, they're getting that production out of uh nurkic mellow and you know dame. Some spare minutes from yeah. yeah and i mean dame is literally carrying them it's yeah i just i love to see it i, I like, it's I like it's like cj's back is broke but you know <laughs> dame's <laughs> the one putting the team on his back i'm so. sorry yeah uh, he's got a broken back yeah Oh, look at him holding the shit, though. Fucking, that's that's an old YouTube classic. Right I, it's actually ten. It's actually ten years old today, or this mm. uh, this year, dude. Oh man, great! Like it's ten anniversary. Oh, it's so good. So yeah, the Phoenix game. Uh, all you got to know is that both Justin Jackson and Boban had uh, roughly thirty minutes in this game, so you know it was kind of you know a Rick Carlisle yeah. playing with role players. I mean, if we see significant minutes from you know Justin Jackson, I mean. Man, I want to be on his side so badly. He seems like the coolest, like nicest dude. But like, man, I we gotta see some. I want to see just intensity from wings. Like, even if you're like overcommitting, yeah, or you know, going for the aggressive thing and just shots aren't going in. Like, he's a he's a talented three point shooter, but like he's just not been hitting it from there. Um, I don't know if his confidence is shot. I don't know if he's listening to our podcast and hearing all the times that we're ragging on him or seeing Twitter or just, or yeah, just, Hey, Justin, get off Twitter. You don't need it. You're a professional basketball player in the bubble. Like I'm, I'm really hoping that he just kind of has like a, a Fred Van Vliet, like maybe he just needs to have a kid. Maybe that's it. You know, I hope, I hope the NBA finds you a, 
or approves you a, a nice Instagram model, Justin. And he has a uh, wife, dude. Oh, does he have a wife? Well, yeah, maybe she's Instagram model. No, well, in that case, I don't, I don't, I don't mean to, I don't mean to slander your lady, Justin Jackson. So I hope that you guys have a healthy family at some point, And that's what unlocks your playoff ability. Um, who knows? I mean, Hey, Fred Van V ever. It's a astounding, like pre dad, post dad, Fred Van yeah. Fleet. <laughs> yes. Even even with game more minutes, like it's just like, oh, he's actually actually really good now. Like, yeah, he's just <laughs> yeah, he's got fucking dad strength. Yeah. Maybe that's what Justin Jackson needs. Maybe. And he might even have a kid, and I haven't done research on that, so I don't think he um, has. I think so. Okay, he's, maybe maybe that's the key. Um, just, that's yeah. what we promote here at the Hoops and Half of Eisen's Reproduction. Yeah, reproduction <laughs> for your production. Yeah, there um, you go. Hey guys, this is Ruben again. Um, you know, there's no shortage of action going on with our partners over at betonline.ag. You know, it's great because the sports world is slowing to come back, right? Especially with the NBA. Um, and that's great for us because we are an NBA podcast and more specifically a Dallas Mavericks podcast. Um, but that's not all, though. Like, at betonline.ag, they have UFC, they have boxing, they have NASCAR, which I know Grant is super excited about. And they have international soccer, meaning Bundesliga and EPL happening um, as of right now. And BetOnline has the best odds and lines for these upcoming games and matches. And if you need more, BetOnline, they do simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC games and matches uh, happening live every day. Um, and that's mostly for like devout, devout gamblers who, you know, that's something they can check out. Um, and it's cool because BetOnline also offers hundreds of live casino games, poker tournaments, and they have the best props in the business. So you can visit betonline.ag on your computer, on your tablet, or on your phone, especially while you're listening to this podcast. And if you join now, you can receive a welcome bonus. Um, so remember, betonline.ag, your online wagering experts. We got the playoffs Coming up, we're facing the Clippers. No matter how much we try to to try to try to hate to see that happen, folks. Okay, so we tried our best to skirt around the Clippers this uh, postseason. Was not happening. Clippers look like absolute monsters. Like they are, yeah, just dude. insane. Like I, I've I was watching some game tape on them, and it is the amount of ball movement in their offense you know, is really striking compared to a lot of NBA offenses. Like you watch the, it is a pure like motion offense where they are doing so much fun pick and roll stuff. Like it's really Kawhi and PG just swarming and cutting and going around the ball. And it's just, they're creating. And I will say, I did not realize how good of a passer Kawhi Leonard was until I really started focusing on it. Yeah, yeah. He, he passes out of a double team super well. He reads it and like, Kawhi is one of the weirder stars that we have in the NBA, aside from just like his persona, his goofy <laughs> nature. I think it's also like, I'm sure there's a story on it. I haven't read up on it, but like, he's the only person that he's the only star that I know that isn't putting like a social justice thing on his Jersey. And no, it's just runs. Other people aren't. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. He's so he's one of the main supers. I know like, there's some it, who are John, like, yeah. Jonathan Isaac that hasn't said anything, but like, um, but most of them have at least, picked something and he picked silence which to me is so wonderfully on brand for Kawhi. <laughs> it, you know i'm surprised it wasn't just a just haha on the back of his jersey um yeah. so with 
Kawhi, it seems like his movement is so efficient. Like, he does not expend any unnecessary energy. energy. It's literally like, you know, we have that joke where he's like a robot. And it's like legitimately like he, like he operates like a damn robot, you know? Right. And when he goes, mm. like when he dunks, it doesn't seem like he is asserting any more Anything. effort than it needs. Like, it's not that, it, I mean, it's got force. He's obviously a very strong dude, but it's like, like, he puts all the effort into the drive and then like the finish isn't like Russell Westbrook where it looks like he like, you know, like a bomb goes off yeah. and he dunks it. It's more just like, all right, balls in the rim. Now I can stop basketball for this. <laughs> yeah. For a second. Like, <laughs> <laughs> or even his jump shot looks a little, it's not flat, but it's like this. It's, it's certainly different than, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So anyways, so there's that. PG 13 is playing out of his mind. He's yep. uh, trash talking Dame Lillard. And he's, I mean, like he is shooting on such a, like, like an unsustainable clip from three point. Um, but also I think people underestimate like how good of a defender he is. Like I'm yeah, really, like, I'm thinking like he's kind Pacers, of, a, yeah. he's kind of a new age Scotty Pippen in the sense of just length and speed and disruption and that team defensively when healthy holy hell like yeah they have a bunch of defenders who are just like like uh, i mean they even have you know those two guys and obviously like montrez off the bench you know just right you know short you know short for like a you know a power forward or a you know center but he just like just disrupts the shit of everything he's always going after those rebounds like you know just mm. And then they have shooters too, man. So it's just all around. They have a perfect mod, not a perfect, but like a really good, like modern day, like NBA team. Well, I think what the difference between the Clippers and everybody else is just like their bench has bought in, you know? And yeah, I think that's the yeah. like what, when people are talking about like, what's wrong with the Lakers, they're not talking about what's wrong with, you know, LeBron and AD, even though AD has been underperforming. Um, it's like, are you go- asking for significant minutes from Alex Caruso, you know? And it's just like yeah. some of those, they're, they're just not producing or if they're like my least favorite player in the league, Kyle Kuzma, where it's just like, here's this guy that's a gunner that occasionally makes some really big shots, but like ultimately is so inconsistent and like is just trying to shoot for a role that I just don't know if he's really capable of sustaining right <laughs> or, or just like it's just like i don't even know what he does like is he is he just a volume shooter is he like you yeah. know he's got the length to be a good defender like he's got like the speed it's just like is he mentally there that intensity isn't there as opposed to like like i'm, I'm seeing i never realized how good jamichael green was but like dude looks like a defensive stalwart in yeah in, in la and then Sorry, I let her Kenny there. God, they play so much good defense in LA. Uh, <laughs> Tim. Uh, sorry, yeah. Shout out to Tim. Um, so, uh, pitter patter. Uh, so moving forward, like we got. Uh, I mean, the Mavericks obviously like the the we got to get significant quality minutes from DFS. Okay. And so hold MPJ. on. So, sure. so hold on. So this is actually a question. We're just gonna start dropping random like. If we already talk about, we're just gonna mention your mention your at now. No, um, totally perfect. So Jennifer G, she had she actually had thoughts. You know, what are your thoughts on the playoffs, Mavs, the Mavs playoff chances and stuff like that? So, well, I think their chances to make the playoffs are pretty good. 
I think she means like, how do you think we'll do? Like, you know, yes, yes, uh, I know. I'm uh, just being a sarcastic yeah. it's early. jerk. It's early. <laughs> it's early. But I think really going on that point, significant minutes from MKG and, or it's got to be significant productive defensive minutes from MKG and Dorian Finney Smith. Exactly. Um, we're not asking for MKG. Like, if MKG averages eight points a game, then like we're winning the series. Like, no, granted, I don't think yeah. that's going to no, happen. I don't think um, so. You know, but like, you know, he's these past couple of games have, have given me a bit more confidence in him. And that's good on Rick for giving him those minutes and those reps because he's oh, starting yeah. to find his place and where he wants to be. Um, you know, he's not just like taking the desperate 15 footer just to kind of get back in rhythm. Now he's being super intense on defense. He's swarming guys. And it's like, all right. And he's also, he's doing really good back cuts, things like that to get to the rim. Uh, that's what I'm looking for. Like, obviously it's weird. It's like, I understand why Rick doesn't play Boban in significant games because of just the pace of the game normally. But when you have such a tall team in the Clippers with, you know, Zubov and, uh, you know, they, they just have a lot of length, a lot of depth there. Like, I feel like Boban's got to get some, like, at least, like, what, 15 minutes a game, maybe 10? Like, he should be in there for about a quarter's worth just, just for matchup purposes. Yeah. Because he's, he's bigger than anybody that's on there. He, you know, he rarely mishandles the ball. Like maybe slowing down the pace is not a bad idea with this team because I don't think we're going to outrun them. Like we're not going to out-athleticize. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, we're not going to outrun this team. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that, that, that clogs up spacing and that throws off the entire offensive rhythm. Maybe I'm, you know, there's, I'm going to go ahead and admit that Rick Carlisle knows more about basketball That's than I do. I do. Yeah, exactly. That's... <laughs> what, what are you looking forward to in this Mavs Clippers matchup? I'm just looking forward to seeing like, you know, Luca, you know, playoff Luca, playoff KP. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely want like just the one random to go off one game so I can have like a playoff, like Justin Jackson. Meme oh, I would love to have, for there to be a Justin Jackson game. Yeah, I'm just, pulling just, for it. I yeah. want that to happen. Yeah, you know, like, uh, you know, I I just want to see these guys get reps in. Like, I don't think many of us are seriously considering us winning this series. A lot has to go right. <laughs> Every um, single national person. There's not everyone's just like this is going to be fun. Clippers in five. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know, I know. You know, so I'm, I'm just like. I don't have any expectations going into next week, really, uh, even though yep. my persona may say that I do. But, uh, you know, um, I'm just ready to see these guys, you know, try to just get some reps. And I want to see KP for the first time being in the playoffs, like, and NBA playoffs. You know, I want to see, you know, there's a bunch of guys on the team that have no experience. So Absolutely. And, think, and that's going to show, like, I don't know if Luka's going to get, you know, all the calls, all the, like, the foul calls that he's been getting in the bubble because again, like things are a little bit more scrutinized when it is playoff time. Well, and it's, it's it'll be interesting so. to see how they're. I mean, like it's the number one offense in the league. Does that actually translate or mean anything in the playoffs when exactly. you're facing such a good defensive team in exactly. the Clippers? And I don't know. I think yes, getting just getting playoff reps is already fantastic. To quote Tim uh, Tim Beam's uh, article, uh, that we're a year ahead of schedule. Yeah. Like we. Yeah. Th- I don't think anyone was anticipating really playoffs for us or like a deep playoff run from us. The Luca's second year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I will say 
seeing playoff KP and seeing like, I think there's still value in the Mavs getting swept if they do. Um, I, I don't want that, obviously. I'm going to be rooting yeah. for them to blow them out every single game yeah. because, you know, MFFL, baby. But, like, the there is crucial experience for a 25 and a 22-year-old – or, sorry, 21-year-old. 21, yeah. God, that's so dumb. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, to get playoff experience and to see, like, hey, Kawhi's literally willed himself into the – playoffs into the championship exactly. on multiple teams this is what that intensity looks like and this is what you know i hope they just look at it as just like a, like if they end up getting schooled i hope they're taking notes exactly you know like there's gonna be a, a shit ton of game tape you know to, to no go you know, to kind of look at the offseason and you know can't wait to see like luca actually like to work on his you know work on his body and gaining muscle and shit like that but, right also real quick yeah. Anyone that's just like the bubble deserves an asterisk. No, everyone's doing the no. same thing. We yeah, basically no. got a regular season. It was an amazing experience. We even got like a better regular season because there's not like the guys who are for sure out of the, you know, making yeah. the playoffs are there, you know? Like, we didn't have to watch another Knicks game. Yeah. Or fucking Cleveland or, you know, whoever, <laughs> like Golden State this year. Like, <laughs> that's fit. Yeah, exactly. Like, I can't even name a Golden State player that played this year off the yeah. top of my head. Kai Bowman. That's what I got. It. Boom. There you go. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm, you know, I'm excited and uh, I'm just ready. You know, I don't know how we're going to do the podcast next week. We'll discuss that off the record, you know, but uh, just uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll figure something out. Um, either way, uh, we've got listener questions. Um, we're just we want to just thank everybody that contributed i think this was set does this set the record for us yeah we, it's a second week in a row our record has been uh broken yeah so we appreciate yeah. you guys listening uh we're doing our best to just increase the quality of this this pod and we're so thankful to have like this engaged mavs uh community uh shout out to g pong uh shout out to uh all these great people that uh have made I don't know. I've, I've found internet friends. Like the internet's not always a good place, but like Mavs Twitter has been. So thanks for participating yeah, guys. in it with us. Seriously. It's been fun. So <laughs> it's not, this isn't like the end of the podcast, right? Like that no, just, no, I no, just we're wanna, just we're I'm being just, sentimental for a second. I'm being reflective. And it's, I, it's early <laughs> in the morning. Like. Yeah. I'm thinking a lot about life. The sun's out. I can't tell. I'm hiding behind a blanket in order to hopefully retain better sound quality oh yeah we'll guys see. yeah you guys should see this shit it's hilarious yeah i look like a sith lord right now <laughs> yeah. just like something something oh, dark side oh yeah bro it's fucking yeah. yeah anyways so listener questions <laughs> all right let's get to it guys so we have a record i think it's like 30 around there questions so we're gonna cool. try light light speed some of these we'll get in depth with some other ones so um grace asks Will the Wings make the playoffs this year? Uh, probably so, not. We're dead last in the Western Conference. <laughs> yeah, probably not. We have a really young team. There's only 22 games uh, this season. Uh, we're already halfway through, this, through the through the wing season, basically. I don't think so. But mm-hmm. if they do, that would be great. That's more content that we can talk about. So Got some promising talent, though. Like, man yeah. – Sabali is so fun to watch. I've actually yeah. I've made a point to watch at least every Wings national game because yeah. WNBA, whatever you're doing, like I have such a hard time finding how to watch your games. Like 
What is Fox Sports Plus? What is that? I have Where that is that? <laughs> All right. That <laughs> All right, bourgeois. Like, so, uh, Mr. One Percent of cable, can you can you gift me like uh, some wings? I don't know. Like, I don't see why ESPN Two is not running this more often. Like, I don't see why. I don't want it either, man. Yeah, like, like why, why isn't YouTube TV like finding a way of getting these games? You know, like or i don't know it's just one of the things where it's like i know that there's a like a plethora of like professional like i don't want to watch an mlb game like i'd rather watch the WNBA than i'd watch an mlb especially right now um partially because the rangers suck so bad right now (laughs) hey we're at 500 though who cares shout to bryce (laughs) you're showing all our guys today (laughs) Anyways, go wings. We're we're looking forward to the rest of the season and yeah. seeing where where what y'all grow into. Yeah, so it probably won't happen this year, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Anything can happen the next eleven games or so. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's see. Next question is from Allison. Allison asks, "What is your least slash most favorite Pixar movie?" Mm-hmm. So, for me, the easy answer to the least the least favorite would be Cars too. Like that movie sucks. Yeah, but. I was expecting Grant to be on this podcast, so I was going to... I, he, I he's, our, he's our Pixar expert. I know. I, especially in the Cars universe, but... Uh, <laughs> no, uh, my least favorite that's not Cars 2 definitely has to be uh, The Good Dinosaur. Really? It upsets me, bro. Like, I, I love dinosaurs. Like, that's one of my favorite things in the world, and then... Oh, that's your yeah. least favorite. Sorry, I thought, I thought you were doing that no, as no, a least, dark no, horse. Okay. No, no, that's, no, that's my least favorite, just because it's just, a, you know, just a very generic, like didn't really care about the characters type of movie sure uh, my most favorite though has definitely been coco mm. uh since it came out we watch it every like me and my family or me and my wife we watch it every um we watch it every dia de los Muertos. so so that's actually my birthday um as Is Dia de los oh, like, yeah. yep. yep so uh you know day of the dead so i am yeah. literally dawn of the dead um <laughs> So uh, Coco's a great choice. I will say the only thing that I didn't like about Coco, and it's nothing to do with the film itself, it's beautiful. It's that the Book of Life came out like two yeah, years prior to yeah. it. And I adore that film. I think that's, a, it's not Pixar. It's actually, I think it's DreamWorks. DreamWorks. I think it's DreamWorks, yeah. It's so good. It's, uh, was it, it's a Benicio, not Benicio Del Toro. Um, the guy that made Pan's Labyrinth. Guillermo um, Del Toro. Guillermo Del Toro, thank you. Um, he wrote and directed that. And that's a super funny, super well-made and just really, God, that's not answering the question. Anyways, yeah. um, worst, any basically any sequel that isn't the Toy Story movies, like any sequel, just like if it's Monsters University, whatever, that, that that's, that's just a no-go for me. If there's a number at the end of it, chances are I haven't watched it. Um, my favorite um, I'm going to go with Ratatouille. I thought that okay, was one. Yeah, dude. I still use some of the uh, themes in that as means of like, uh, like life mantras, you know, like, okay. uh, uh, what is it? Uh, changes nature is one of my favorite, yeah. like most reflective moments. It's also Patton Oswalt is probably my, he's a top three comedian for me all time. Okay. All so, right. so yeah, definitely. I'll go Ratatouille. It's um, a good choice. I, mean, that's a, I, actually, I just saw that movie this year. Yeah, during quarantine, just like because we got Pixar, we got Disney Plus, and I was like, might as well. And I was like, this movie's actually really fucking good. How come I've never seen this? It's just, like, well, it's also like for I think Pixar, what it does well is that it makes adults movies that kids can enjoy, yeah, rather than it's way, like yeah. like as opposed to just kids movies that adults can kind of sit through. Yeah, like some pretty adult like 
no kid is wondering about like the philosophical quandary of being a critic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. They did a really good job with that, Pixar. Good Pixar, job. Hey, hey, you know, hey, yeah, this is a paid advertisement for Pixar. Like they <laughs> fucking need it. God. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. Next question comes from Chris Lopez. All right, dude. My dude. If you were on the virtual bubble screen, what would you do or slash where to stand out? And he puts a brilliant which is really cool. Maverick, his son's name is Maverick, which his is son, cool. Yeah. Maverick and I may be, uh, may be on for one of the one of the playoff games next week. So that's cool. That's awesome. I, real quick, shout out to Chris. He's been one of the few things of positive Twitter that I've seen. Yeah, <laughs> like he's he been, is yeah, he's been, follow Chris MFFL. He is easily one of like like there is just you can just see the kindness of his timeline. It's always just like really great, like yeah, dude. dad yeah. gifting his son a baseball bat or something, or something yeah. about his his baby boy Maverick, which is just or awesome his little dude. girl, his little girl who's gonna be born in a couple months. You know, absolutely. So yeah, shout out to you, Chris. You're yeah, good, man. dude. Anyways, so uh, what I would do in the bubble screen? I mean, like first thought is like you know some sort of some sort of mask or uh, I I haven't seen anyone do any face paint. You know, I think that's something that's very much missing from. Yeah, he's yeah, I'm yeah. How about like Mavs kiss? You know, like like, Mavs, see, like the yeah, like Gene Simmons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll have a uh, go one. Yeah, Mavs kiss. That's gonna be my answer for that. So. Uh, so yeah. So for me, I was supposed to be on one of those games uh, two weeks ago. Um, couldn't do it because I had a family issue, family problem. It wasn't anything big. I just had to go deal with something. Sure. But uh. Because I was talking about, I was okay, like, I'm, like, I not too many people know what my face looks like on Mavs Twitter, actually. Sure. So, what I do, so I was going to wear my mask, wear, like, sunglasses, wear a hat, and, like, hold up. I have the picture still of, uh... This is an an audio medium, but I'll I'll, I'll describe it. I'll paint a picture. Okay, so it is going to be his his Twitter avatar, which is the Reddit logo that's very much Dirk Nowitzki with a... (laughs) <laughs> with the medical face mask over it <laughs> yeah, I was, I was gonna, listening at home i was gonna yeah this is what i was gonna do and i was gonna like, have it over me just like you know even though like apparently like there's like a lot of rules you have to follow like oh yeah I, i'm sure I probably would have gotten kicked off anyway if i had like well which i don't understand like why are you not making this a fun thing because i mean part of it's i'm sure because michelob ultra is sponsoring it and they don't yeah. want to like be the reason that someone you know posted you know with yeah. their dick out or something, something but, yeah well but it's like like obviously like there's certain things where it's like yeah if you post a middle finger your your feed's cut or whatever yeah. um or being super rude but i'm like you know why not have some fun with it why not have people and their dogs in the stadium you know why not have someone in a chicken suit and well, that dude with it's... the goat the guy had a random goat like on yeah. screen i was like yeah. what the hell? or there's <laughs> a guy there's like a guy with a guitar or whatever yeah. it's like you know what everyone knows that this is just a skype call with a with a crappy seat background from zoom so yeah. like or whatever there yeah. so let's have some fun with it yeah be daring nba <laughs> like creating an entire bubble so we can watch basketball during a pandemic. Yeah. Thank you for that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Next question comes from Rutuge. My and dude. this is very topical for our podcast. Uh, sure. Do the Suns know that Edmond, do the Suns know that Grant's takes were the reason why Dame Lillard did what he did? <laughs> they don't. I'm going to let them know today. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, so, so Phoenix Suns, the reason that you don't have playoffs right now is because Grant 
on record said Mario Chalmers or the or Dame was Mario Chalmers with a green light. And if you haven't if you haven't heard that, please go back and listen to that. Oh, it's <laughs> it's so good. It is just it's absolute fire, and it was met with a Charizard flamethrower <laughs> yes. of three pointers. And yeah, God, man, Dame t- tore us up. So mad. Okay. Like I said, favorite non-Mav right now. Yeah. It's hard to not like him. So when he, so when he plays against us, so like he did. Oh, but, uh, even when he plays, like he's the only person that I'm like. It's very much the God. D-. Yeah. Dame. God, I love this man. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, just wanted to remind you that Bet Online has simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC happening live every day for our devout gamblers to check out. Bet Online also offers hundreds of live casino games, poker tournaments, and the best props in the business. Visit betonline.ag on your computer or mobile device and join now to receive your welcome bonus. Betonline.ag, your online wagering experts. Hey, men, start taking notes because Manscaped accidents are finally a thing of the past. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 has been beautifully designed to reduce those painful nicks and tugs. The battery will last up to 90 minutes, and the water-resistant technology allows you to even shave in the shower. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. All right, let's see. Next question comes from James. James asks, what's the one food take you believe should have a man arrested for? Um, okay. I just, I, I think the biggest thing that always gets to me is the whole... Uh, ketchup on steak thing that oh good call yeah well that, done well done steak is, yeah is well done steak much... and then like ketchup dude yeah no nah. i would nah. say i think the thing that always kind of like it's something that makes me very clearly judge somebody is that if they order something like chicken fingers or a hamburger at a place that doesn't normally serve that like the like, kids menu <laughs> like it, they basically order yeah from the kids menu it's like i've known people that's like they get like a burger whenever they're like at a mexican food place i'm like guys like, like, it's like why, why are you doing that or yeah or they're ordering chicken fingers at like a steakhouse it's just like it's like yeah. man live a little try something different it's all meat and salt anyways like exactly mm. uh, okay let's see next question comes from mavs network wait let me show you. yes this going to mavs network sorry guys uh which playoff matchup is most primed for an upset Ooh. Oh, let's. We actually we have the. Let me pull that up real quick. I mean, we have. I think the. I see the answer right in front of me right now. I mean, it's Mavs Clippers. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> easy, easy money, guys. Put, um, put your, I put I, your down. Put your house payment on that, dude. Like, <laughs> do not do this. We are not financially responsible no, for really anyone that has has their house foreclosed due to gambling debt. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think, I don't know, man. Like, I think the first round is actually pretty boring with the exception of the Thunder Rockets and the Heat Pacers. Um, mm-hmm. Which I, are I four mean, and five. Which are four and five matches. Those, so. Exactly. So, uh, I mean, I would love to see Portland give the Lakers an actual challenge. Um, yeah, everyone's just, round. I think everyone's just kind of, I, th- I think it's a pretty good uh rule of thumb that if it's been talked on on national tv it's not that good of a take and it's and it's really clear that like yeah portland has some strengths where the lakers have some weaknesses but also there is just no there will be no answer for lebron or ad and once they go into playoff mode like it's i just don't see that being it could be a competitive series i could be wrong and just like just the whole we no one believes in us portland is clearly very dangerous 
but I don't know. I don't think that's going to be that much of a series. And like the the first round, I just, I don't know. Things fell into place in a way that I just like, I mean, Celtic Sixers, but the Sixers don't have their two best guys. Exactly. Like that was, you know, that that would have been my, that would have been my pick if they were was healthy, but. Right. But I mean, like, I don't know, like, I actually think the Celtics are pretty good this year. So yeah, I think Jalen Brown's stepped up and Jason Tatum's looking more and more like he's doing, he's doing Mamba moves. Yeah. Like, yeah. We try to learn from the best. So it's like a, it's like a Cardi B line, right? I got Mamba moves. (laughs) I'm so sorry to everyone. It was Uh, very, very clear how Caucasian I am. (laughs) You know, that rapper Cardi B. You know, I think for the playoff matchup, I just think, you know. <laughs> You're just like, all right, uh, don't go on dumb rap jokes. And we're going back on the road to the playoffs. We're going back. Yeah, we're going back to the playoffs, motherfucker. Anyway. Uh, uh, I just, you know, I think it's going to be – and it's such a boring answer. Just like those two five and four matchups, you know, are probably the most primed to be upsets. You know, and are they really upsets? Because usually the four and five are pretty close, like in terms of like – yeah team so yeah that's i don't really know if it's an upset if a five upsets a four like, yeah just yeah. a matter of seeing I mean, if, maybe if they like sweep them maybe, i don't know but that yeah sure yeah so i could do that all right let's see let's move on um let's go to sean sean asks who's actually i think he's a suns fan who follows me yeah he is sorry just checked um sean asks now locked in for, at the 18 who are you got who's your guys pick I've actually done a little bit of draft research. And by that, I mean, I watched four videos. Um, so, and so looking at Maja, I mean, it's so hard to tell. I mean, in all likelihood, we're trading this pick. I mean, just because that's what the Mavericks do. Um, or finding a way of like trading back or yeah, something. something, something yeah. like that. Because like the Mavericks love early second rounders more than they like late first rounders. But mm-hmm. this is a mid-rounder guy. Um, I've looked around. It's like people that would be around in this pick. And my pick would be uh, Precious Achua, if I'm saying that correctly. Uh, he's from Memphis. This dude, he is like 6'8", six, 6'9", six, but has like a 7'2 wingspan. This guy's a really lengthy dude. He's long, dude. Yeah. He is long. Yeah, he is a knuckle dragger. Like, that is just – but he's, he's skilled from outside – um, <laughs> I just killed Riven with that, that, that line. Um, so he actually has a really pretty solid stroke from three point. Um, he's very much a high energy guy. So like he just swarms the ball. He is all over the place. He's super quick. Um, I think he's got a lot of defensive potential. And I think like, I look at like, okay, this is kind of a DFS sort of prototype kind of guy. And we could just yeah. use more depth in that range. Like someone that's, you know, high energy, lengthy can shoot, um, and also just some of the best like college pick and roll dunks I've yeah. seen. Like this guy rolls to the rim super fast. He's like a, he's kind of a blend between Dwight Powell and DFS, which I think ultimately is what we're looking for on the maps. Yeah, that's probably yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my pick has all okay. So I don't watch any draft stuff at all. Like mm-hmm. any everybody knows this. Uh, but um, I've you guys know Mavs draft. Uh, I listen to his every word when it comes to drafting people because. Sure. I don't know anything about the draft. I don't know what to look for or anything. So I'm sorry, Mavs draft. I did not consult you for this question. <laughs> he has been very high on Desmond Bain for like a year now, like a year and a half, basically. And uh, you know, Desmond I think that, Bain. Yeah, that's done. No, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would definitely probably take Desmond Bain. Uh, 
the dude just seems like he's going to be a fucking like really good player for the you know for the league guy. Where where does he Whatever. play? What position does he play? He plays at TCU. Oh, cool. Yeah, he plays. He's a local kid, I think. I don't know if he's from here, but let's see. How much you can look this up real quick? Because Desmond Bain. I think I should know this. Cuts does hey. back cuts. He also protects the lane. You know he. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's you know he's six six. Okay, so he's a guard. Yeah, yeah, he's a guy. Yeah, Probably he's not protecting the lanes. Yeah. No, but uh, you know, oh, he's not from here. Okay, well, yeah, he's from Indiana. Goes to TCU. He graduated this last year, I think. Probably got good fundamentals. If I had to guess. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we like for our second rounds. We seem to like to pick uh, guys who have stayed at college for a while. So that's that definitely tracks with the, the yeah. Mavericks uh, yeah. strategy. Yeah. So I like him a lot. So. Cool. Okay, let's see. Next I hope we question. get them just so I can keep singing that. Yeah, that'd be great. You could send it into the Mavs people and see if they'll uh, <laughs> take that. Um, let's see. Next question is from Tyler. Tyler asks, what type of dessert would each Mavs starter be in relation to their game? All right. So I don't know any Slovenian desserts. Yeah, I was about to say, uh, like, La- <laughs> Laviator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know, dude. I think uh, – I, I would say that Luca is – a great creme brulee because okay. it's 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 fancy it's something that you've heard of and you think you know what it is but then once you get it like once it's done correctly like oh yeah this like, is oh, what that like... is this is what i've heard of a point forward but oh, oh this is like yeah uh... maxi cleavers you know german chocolate cake yeah easy uh, yeah, but as a starter, I don't know. Uh, THJ, I would say a chocolate chip cookie. You know, he's just okay. like it's, you Good. Know, yeah. solid. Yeah. Like it's like yeah. you know what? I'm never disappointed. Like yeah, eh. gonna... sometimes you can't be if it's like the 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 uh, corners are burnt or you know whatever. Sure. I, yeah, but even like even a bad chocolate chip cookie is a good one. You know, yeah. it's like uh, yeah. you know all in all, like he's like, ours. Like yeah, yeah he's, <laughs> he's ours. Yeah, exactly. It's like if like if your girlfriend made you or your wife made you chocolate chip cookies and she burnt the hell out of them you would still eat them because it's like man you, yeah she you put in the effort Sorry. yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see uh kp would be tres leches you know okay just, just layers well, layers of good and know? white <laughs> and very white yeah i don't know he, he tanned out okay he like, did yeah he tanned yeah. out okay. yeah yeah okay let's <laughs> move on that's the best we got <laughs> all right let's move on okay let's see um Okay, Natalie, who is actually our unofficial lawyer's wife. Oh, okay. Cool. She she asks, and I think she also works at a funeral home or something like that. She works with dead people, I think. But uh, what songs do you want played at your funeral? This is such a dark question, Natalie. Interesting. (laughs) Um, I know what songs I don't want played. I want Celebrate you know cool you, the gang. you do or you don't want i don't want that you yeah. don't want to celebrate yeah <laughs> uh we uh, i know another one we them boys <laughs> we don't play that yeah zero to well, 100 now we're here that would be a good no. one <laughs> what about uh uh features march madness that one yeah because it mentions uh, the magic any song that mentions the maps uh no uh real talk though um i thought about this a little bit last night and i was oh you know what like I realized like in my family, like whenever someone does pass away, like mm-hmm. we get a big mariachi band, not a big mariachi band, like a mariachi band. And, you know, they play for like an hour and, you know, just sure. let everybody just kind of just talk and celebrate and blah, blah, blah. Like the life of that, you know, of that whatever relative that passed away. Certainly. So, uh, yeah, I'd probably get a, just a mariachi and just have them play like 
typical like very stereotypical like Mexican songs. So. I think if you know to take this remotely seriously, um, there's something. So I am not a religious person. Um, you know, respect to all faiths. You know, I yeah. feel like everybody's got like your connection with what you have with the a higher being or whatever it is yeah. that you believe in. I feel it's a very very personal, uh, intimate you know I thing. Like whatever helps yeah. you is good. That's how I usually yeah. look at it. But uh, to me a song that has always kind of felt like a gospel tune, even though it's really not is uh, let it be by the Beatles. I feel like, I think there's also probably some sentimentality to it just because, you know, mother Mary spoke to me and my mom's name's Mary. So I feel like that would be something fairly appropriate. Um, Every time that I've heard that song, it's kind of felt like I'm going to church. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Let's see. Uh, Let's see. Sammy asks, would another ring make Rick Carlisle a top 10 coach in NBA history? And if he retires now, what would what would be his legacy? I mean, like any coach that gets a ring is already like above like what George Carl didn't get one. Um, yeah, like you know, uh, anyone who gets able to get one, like it's crazy. Like, yeah, so he's already probably pretty up there. I mean, I don't know about ten all time. I mean, I'd have to like make a list because it's like what Phil Jackson, Red Arbach, um, Popovich, obviously. Popovich, yeah. I mean, like you probably wouldn't get maybe what. I don't think there would be like six more before you would throw Carlisle in there. Yeah, you start. Yeah, you start making a debate for Carlisle probably. I mean, like hell, Don, Don Nelson didn't get to a championship, yeah. but yeah. he's one. He he was the most winningest coach for coach. or something like that. Like he yeah. had some of the most a, wins. Yeah, not most uh, wins, but like he was he was up there for like either like most wins for a Mavs coach at some point. And I yeah, think something. Rick's, yeah, Rick's t- yeah. taken that. So I mean, I would say Rick's definitely probably top fifteen. All probably already. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, that's something that I would consider, um, here real quick. Oh, we got a drop in. Oh God. He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. He's, he's coming. <laughs> Jump in. <laughs> yeah. We're, we got a, oh no. No. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Oh my God! Is he gonna come in? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, let's have him jump in. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, we'll edit most of that out. Um, <laughs> okay. Do you want to? Yeah. Okay. Here's the question. Until so, he yeah. In. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I, I'd say Rick Carlisle. Like, yeah, if he gets a ring, then yeah, absolutely top ten. Um, because I don't know how many coaches there are that have multiple rings. Yeah, it's, it's like I guess Steve Kerr do does now. Steve Kerr, Greg Pop. Yeah. Yeah, Phil I mean, like, Jackson has like eleven of them, bro. So yeah, Phil Jackson's obviously like, I mean, if we're going by ring count alone, I mean, yeah. it's still maybe about Arbach because I know like those Bill yeah, Arbach, teams, yeah, yeah, has, yeah, in insane. the sixties, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I think his legacy, if he were, you know, if he were retired, would just be like, hey, like he helped the Mavs get their championship. He, you know, made uh, some crazy low scoring, like you know, Pacers and Detroit Pistons teams, like. Yeah, you know, have good seasons and make playoffs, and you know, um, also being a part of the uh, Malls and the Ballas, even though they will never uh, acknowledge that formally. <laughs> but <laughs> and to have Twitter during that time, oh, I wish I think about that, it all the time, dude. That's I, like I my will, big what if. <laughs> I will say that that is one of the few times that, aside from like a national tragedy, as my dad just being like, done come watch this with me. Like my, like where we, we, <laughs> yeah, had, just like, we, we just had to sit and just watch in like this kind of like, he goes, someone threw a beer at Ron Artest 
and now there's a riot. <laughs> and you're like, ah, okay, cool. That's like, a pretty good summary, actually. Yeah, yeah. You know, right. yeah. Uh, God. Yeah. Let's Ron, see. Ron. Next question it comes from Reddit Jazz. Oh, my good friend Reddit Jazz. Okay. He asked this yesterday, so this is really late. I'm sorry about this, but uh, it's all good. What should I eat for lunch today? <laughs> <laughs> he is starving. I, I'm late because I was in a meeting that I was in meetings that ran over my lunch. Please answer on the pod. I'll be waiting patiently. <laughs> Very patiently. Yeah, yeah this you, will be up yeah, until be, Saturday yeah. afternoon. <laughs> yeah, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, just like, uh, um, uh, I, I don't know, bro. Like, I, I would have gotten like a, a sandwich works. You know, like. I was thinking Cubano. Maybe it's because I watched Chef recently. But like, oh, okay. Dude, yes. Cuban sandwiches, man. Those are, are really good, yeah. They're simple, but so goddamn yeah. good. It's a good. Okay, cool. Let's move on. Let's see. Um, let's see. Ah, Jonas asks. Now that the regular season is over, which Mavs game was your most favorite and which was your least favorite? Mm. So my most favorite would be either of the two Bucks games. Okay. Um, I will say my favorite to this day was the Luca LeBron matchup. I mean, like any of the, like that, that was, that seemed to be like when Luca versus LeBron, that just seemed to be like the first time people were actually taking the Mavericks seriously. So I feel like that was like one of their first key matchups that they really succeeded in. Um, what was, I don't know, any of the Knicks games? Yeah. I was saying those, those, are, those, those, those are my least favorites because since we lost both of them and no, actually, you don't know, actually, actually not think about it, my, the one that I didn't like, didn't like at all was, uh, it was the Raptors game that we lost. Mm, like, I saw that. I saw it with Bryce. And I think squish was there too. Right. We all went out to go to go watch it, and yeah, that was not fun to see live. Like, no, no, no kidding, no. So yeah, let's see. Next question comes from. Let's see this. Uh, I'm sorry for pronouncing it wrong. It's a uh, Regigi. Okay. Um, and she asks, um, "Who the hell cut Lucas' hair last week, and who fixed it?" We can <laughs> only know. assume that it was Dwight Powell. Yeah, or like Edwards' hands, like they yeah. Call, yeah, or the person that fixed it, probably Rick Carlisle. Probably, I don't know, man. Like that's that's a really good question. I don't know anything about the Silas that were in there. Or like, no idea. They apparently know. have like set barbers and stuff. And whoever yeah. whoever shaved JJ's mustache, this is why he's not getting playing time. Exactly, he lost his dad shaving with the mustache. God, it's just like man, it's just like man. He just mowed the lawn, and it's three beers in, and he's about to drop twenty on you. Yep. Oh. <laughs> Let's see. Next question comes from uh, <laughs> Dorian Finney Doncic. Okay. <laughs> he asks, if the Mavs were to make a move right before slash during the draft, who do you think they would go after? So I, I don't know. I really I, don't know. They can't trade the pick, if I'm not mistaken. Right? I don't like think they, so. Or, they have to, or it's one of those weird things where you can select somebody for someone else and then trade them. Yeah, sorry, like, yeah. Uh, so, something yeah. like that. I mean, like, yeah. Like, clearly we need perimeter defense help. So really anything that helps with that. So whether that's a wing or whether that's, you know, a, a guard that's can t- just oh, lock yeah. down somebody. Um, I mean, you know who I, or, you know, shout out to Bibbs. Um, you know, I asked a pretty good, I was like, you know, it seems like guards are just kind of blowing by people at will uh, in this game. And part of it just because of the, the depth of great guard play that we have right now. But uh, Frank Nidalekina would be, I think, a really solid addition to our to the Mavs. Okay, okay oh. definitely, definitely hanging out with Bibbs. I see this. <laughs> Wait. Oh, my gosh. Oh. That's Grant's music. 
Oh my god, he's in. Coming in from the top rope. <laughs> and his audio is off. <laughs> oh, what's up? Hey, what's uh, there up? you are. Oh, that shitty fucking sound quality. It's fine. Yeah, dude. It's, dude, no, he's, 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 he's no, on location. Fine. Grant, you're in the bubble. How are you? It's good. It's humid. It's humid. Yeah. It's humid. yeah. <laughs> is it vacuum sealed like we all believe? Uh, yes. Is the Bobby, <laughs> Bobby's feet really stink? Oh, okay. Good. Uh, it's, uh... Great, great insight there. All right, cool. So, uh, have you recovered from the uh, third degree burns of Dame Lillard's play? I have Dame Lillard as my uh, bubble MVP and my all bubble first team point guard. So, I don't know what you're referring to. <laughs> okay, that's actually a question from White Nun. So, yeah, 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 interesting backpedal there, bud. You should play corner <laughs> for the Mavs or for the Cowboys. For the Cowboys. Yeah, Don't get it play... twisted. Don't get it twisted. He's still, he's still Gian Cavell with a fantastic. Keeping the heat. Awesome. It's oh, 107 yeah. degrees outside and inside Grant's car, 200. Oh, no, um, okay, next question. <laughs> The next question is from uh, Darth Vader 41. That's a fucking good ass name. There you go. <laughs> um, he asks, uh, what is the functional purpose of Maxi Claver's uh, contractual rebound incentive? I.e., is it simply to have the offense initiated more quickly uh, with our bigs uh, going down the hill faster with the ball in Lucas' hands or something else? I mean, I think any incentive is just like kind of just guaranteeing production for a team. So anytime I hear certain stat things, just like, hey, this is the thing that we like, we will pay you more if you're doing this more. Yeah. So, you know, that's how I would look at it. I mean, like, I think of Alfred Hitchcock whenever I think of like incentive or inspiration. So uh, as a director, he would, or like one of his actors was talking to him and he's like, uh, what's my inspiration? He goes, your salary. That's, that's it. That's, like, what, that's, that's like, what your incentives are. <laughs> yeah, like, come on, man. Like, don't get greedy. <laughs> right. Uh, the next question comes from. So this guy, uh, his name is Mark Folliwell. Um Dude, yeah, I, he's I, the play-by-play of the math. <laughs> <laughs> no, play it. Mark, play it Mark off. Follow, Mark Follow, play-by-play for the Mavs, uh, has done a lot of like World Cup games uh, as well as FC Dallas games. Yeah. He is a badass and uh, definitely wants on the podcast eventually, my guy. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, um, the fact that he asked a question, it is opium to my MFL heart. It is just yeah, like, oh my so, God, I am indirectly talking to Mark Followell. This is amazing. Yes. So, uh, okay. Yeah, Sorry, his he's, question. A very, he's got a very cool birthday. Very good. Very good birthday. Is it your birthday? Is it your birthday? We have the same birthday. <laughs> oh, God. No, he has to come on the podcast, dude. Okay. All right, let's see. His question, which I, I'm sorry, Mark, I didn't. I don't watch wrestling, but uh, he asked, uh, favorite Von Eric, which I found out yesterday was a wrestling uh, family. From so, yeah, they're a great <laughs> wrestling family of Texas. Um, I don't know all their names. I just know that there's Kevin that used to do things barefoot, which was kind of a weird choice. Uh, but my favorite was Carrie. Um, I'm not a big I'm not a big wrestling guy, and this was a little bit before my time. I was more like 90s, early 2000s, like Attitude Era, like Stone Cold, The Rock, whatever. Um, but Carrie was in that, like, right before, like, think kind of Ric Flair era, so, like, more classic okay. wrestling kind of thing. He looks like he's just absolutely jacked, and he looks kind of like Ultimate Warrior, big guy, but he was just super, 
springy and athletic. Um, his drop kicks are a thing of beauty. Like every time he would kick someone, he would kick and do like a flip backward. It was, it's for a guy that size, it's just textbook. It is such a beautiful looking drop kick. So for you, for you wrestling nerds out there, check out Kerry Von Eric. All right, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Grant, do you have anything to add to that? Do you know anything? Okay, cool. He's shaking his head. <laughs> um, I, glad I, I could... don't know anything about wrestling at all, but hello, my fellow. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next question comes from Michael. Michael, this is actually really good a plan. I don't know if we could make it happen, but let's try it. Um, what do you think about bribing Lou Will, Lou Will with strip club wings so he'll have to miss the series? <laughs> I think it's that creative strategic thinking that we're going to need to beat the Clippers. I say, exactly. why not try it? Yeah. yeah let's try it. Yeah. Why not? Anything also, did you see a picture of the strip club wings? Holy hell. Like, those they actually amazing. look really good, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was like, okay, I can see why you would go there. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, like, like, that is not like gross uh, Hooters, like just dumped in yeah. sauce stuff. No, it looked like some gourmet stuff. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Uh, next question. Uh, Okay, next question is comes from uh let's see, Grant. Or not Grant, Graham, my bad. I'm looking at Grant's Oh I was about to say I don't I have no question. <laughs> Just next, answers. Next question comes yes. from uh Graham. Graham asks, Who do you think from our current team will be with the team uh when the next season starts? I would say the majority of them. Um I think yeah. Uh, yeah. people that are eligible to not be there. I think JJ's on a one year. Um, you know, I think he probably he might, retires. He, he may, he's just likely retiring. Um, Trey Burke was a, you know, Brando signing. So yeah. he might stick around. I mean, if we don't see more out of Antonius Cleveland, and Josh Reeves, I mean, like they're, they seem kind of G league bound to me. Um, I I'm pulling for him. I want to see them play more. Um, trying to think of who else has expiring contracts at this point uh not yeah, really that, yeah because yeah, we, we've got a lot of these guys locked down long term for, like, for like two or three two or more years at least so. yeah mac maxi and or i think i think delon's out like i i, I like i like the guy i feel like he's gonna get traded yeah i just yeah, yeah. i just don't think he's sticking around a lot i think he might be on an expiring so no he um, no he has a three year no, he's got two, he's got two more after yeah. this year oh yeah. does he have two more okay that's yeah. my bad yeah but it's only like... it's only 16 so it's not like it's you know true true no yeah it sounds like something that we would tie yeah. in with the draft pick or something but you know not not wishing that on you delon i uh, i like where your head is at mm-hmm. yeah, i think that's something that grant has been uh thinking about for a while yeah. <laughs> um all right let's see uh next question comes from aj stamps aj asks what or who, if you're a real fan, are you willing to sacrifice to guarantee the Mavs beat the Clippers? <laughs> Dude, I would sacrifice Grant in a heartbeat. Yeah, I volunteer as tribute. Yeah. I don't think... <laughs> but I don't know if that would get. I don't know if that would get the job done, dude. I think we'd have to like add in like a, maybe a draft pick or some cash considerations. I'm be sorry, fair, y'all, y'all would sacrifice me for like. A water burger or something. Yeah, I mean, probably just a good first rounder, maybe. I mean, like, I, your your spirit is valuable. <laughs> Great gym rat. <laughs> yeah, I would. Probably, I would. I would probably sacrifice just like random person or people I don't know. I don't know. We'll oh man. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. After some political discussions, I'm sure I have a couple of uncles that might be uh, willing to go. No, I'm kidding. Uh, uh, I don't know. 
maybe maybe some crappy friends from high school that never left my hometown. That's probably okay. probably yeah, a good start. Good one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, see, next question. Unless Grant has anything to add with his mask on, but uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, being next safe. Question. Good. Oh, yes, thank God. Thank you, Grant. Um, uh, Will asks, "Hi, thank you for taking my call. Who is your X factor for the first round? I'll hang up and listen." <laughs> Well, thank you, Will. Appreciate it, man. Going back to KUT Mav. Back with the wizard and the badger. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Who's the wizard and the badger in this situation? Uh, I'll take badger. Okay, uh, cool. I'll, yeah, I'll take All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, who would be our X Factor, man? I just like... It's got to it's got to be Mac to your DFS because like yeah. we're, we're anticipating production from KP and Luca. Um, yeah. Those two, like, I mean... THJ has actually been fairly consistent. Um, you know, it's just a matter of like how many looks are we really looking to get him, but he's been creating his own shot pretty well uh, since the bubble started. Yeah. Um, I've, I've really enjoyed his intensity uh, driving to the rim and, and creating his own shot. But I think really the defensive prowess of KP and Maxi are really what's going to be, if anything throws off the national expectation that we're going to get, you know, out in five or out in six, it's going to be because they're, their gameplay. Cool. We're winning in four. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, I had, I had, yeah, I had Maxi as like my guy. I was like the guy that needs to like it would be next factor if everything goes right for us. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, Noah, Noah asked, I just got to Dallas for college, and I was wondering if you could answer a few basic questions about the city. Sure. Favorite restaurant, favorite place to hang out with friends, best pizza place, which will probably be my favorite restaurant. Um, best place to relax, good places to shop, best park, and other stuff. Um, so my favorite restaurant uh, is actually probably like their pizza spot, which would probably be Serious Pizza. Uh, mm. That place fucking rocks. Uh, the other place I like a lot is a place that we always go for meetups now because I just like being able to eat breakfast food whenever I want. Uh, fucking um, a, a Buzz Brews uh, Bu- Cafe. Buzz Brews. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a good place to go and uh, just, just real good food and drinks and to if add on drink. that, uh, across the street from Buzz Brews is the Lakewood Landing, which That's is one right, of my yeah. favorite dive bars in Dallas. It's, yeah, Lakewood uh, Landing is fun. It's so much fun. And I mean, for shopping, I'd say Lower Greenville is like a good place. Yeah, yeah specifically Lower, yeah. Uh, Bull Zerk. Uh, I have Bull Zerk, yes. They're awesome. They have like a lot of great uh, just Dallas sports themed yeah. shirts that are pretty funny. Um, my favorite one that I have is uh, my AAC, the American Airlines Center. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so, or or my AA center. Sorry, that's what. That's yeah. What Anyways, so. Uh, anything? Let's see. Um, most places have fun with friends. Uh, I really like going to the art museum because it's free. You know, mm-hmm. you can just like just bum out and hang out at Cloudwater Park after or before or something like that. Um, the Cloudwater Park is actually pretty cool too, and I know they're expanding it pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Soon being like five years of sure. You know, uh, uh, what construction. Um, best park. Uh. So I don't really go. So I guess like, not North Park. It yeah, is not, not North Park. Park. Yeah, no, no, North Park is a mall. Which I mean, <laughs> they have stuff there too. But you know, everybody goes there. Um, best park. I really don't go to the parks out in Dallas. Really, like I'm from Mesquite, so or I live in Mesquite. So I don't really. It's like Dallas adjacent, but I'm not in like Dallas proper at all. So sure. Yeah. Cool. Good question, man. Um, Welcome and, to Dallas. Yeah, and good luck in college, dude. Especially this year, because I don't know how the hell it's gonna happen. But uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, next question comes from Brian, and this might be for Grant if he's able to answer this one. Um, oh, I'm ready. <laughs> how do we take Jeremy Grant out of Denver, knowing he has a player option, 
And oh. it'll cap space next year. And also, Jared uh, is a good fit for the Mavs. I don't think he's leaving Denver, and uh, whoever has to pay him is going to have to pay quite the price. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and Derek Jones, um, he's very, very easily obtainable. I don't know how um, inclined he is to leave Miami, though, because yeah, uh, yeah. you're going to see a lot of these young dudes take, like, one-year – cheap deals because they can probably get paid a lot more and probably will get paid a lot more next summer. And I expect Derek Jones to be one of them, but I would love to see Derek Jones here next year. Yeah. And uh, who do you think is the best wing we can find in the off season? Uh, Either one of them, unless you consider Serge Ibaka a wing, which I do. I don't. Because he is 3 and D. Uh, He doesn't play wing offense, but he's a switch defender that can shoot threes. So I consider him one. Uh, that's a good I, I, I think if we're going to do that, we're going to go through the draft. If we're going to go wing. Yeah. I think there's yeah. a lot of wing depth in this draft. So I'm hoping some of them, uh, you yeah. know, a lot of weird tweeners in this draft. Like there there's, there's a lot of like weird, like guys that are like six, eight to six ten that are lengthy and do a lot of different things. And I think it would be a cheaper, more fun option to go with a younger guy. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Um, next question comes from Joe Lopez. Our offense is unstoppable. What do you? What do we need a defensive wise to make more efficient plays? Is it big name players or tactics? Love the pod guys. Thank you. Um, I mean, I think at this point there's only so much Rick Carlisle can scheme. I think it's like we yeah, just it's need... personnel at this point. Yeah, yeah. I think I think partially it's like the Mavericks will be loyal to their guards, like. <laughs> Uh, annoyingly so like there's certain there's certain guys that just become Mavs guys that will just never not be Mavs guys you know Devin Harris and JJ Barea come to mind where it's like they're because they're just good people and have moderate production and they yeah they fall in line and they do their job you know even though there's like maybe a talent uh plateau i guess maybe yeah cliff that kind of falls out there but like um you know i'd like to see another perimeter defender um that's really that's obviously where we see because i think maxi and uh, i don't know kp needs to step up as far as interior defense you're seven two just put your arms up and they these guys won't be able to make that work like I guess, you know, he gets in foul trouble, so maybe that's what he's getting being cautious about. But yeah, Dame blew by him, and it's just like, man, if you put your hand up, you're blocking that layup. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I'm, also, uh, I'm always prejudiced against tall people, so. <laughs> I would, uh, you know, I think um, we just need a better personnel around, you know, for defensive purposes. So mm-hmm. this is kind of what I've always thought about this team, as much as I love them. Um, let's see. Next question comes from Mike Divick. Um, what kind of point guard would take the Mavs to the next level next season? I mean, Luka Doncic. Well, he's asking, like, as, as another person, like, to kind of pair up with Luka. Nikola Jokic would be an ideal point guard next season. <laughs> next yeah, season. LeBron James would be a fantastic compliment to uh, You know, Doncic. yeah. I, I don't know, man. I don't really, like – I think Dragic coming off the bench would be cool. Uh, yeah. I want him so bad still. This summer, fall, whatever. <laughs> I think I think Dragic not coming off the bench would be even better. Yeah, but I'm just yeah, I'm just thinking yeah. Doesn't solve our defensive issue that we were talking about. That's fine yes. though. We'll, yeah. we'll just score 
fucking why offense. why defense when offense you know yeah exactly that's Rick Carlisle always says that's been our it's been our philosophy for the last what like five six years so yeah um let's see next question comes from ah Dominique Dominique asks will this team win a championship before a a new coach is hired b Luca leaves I I think uh, a new coach because I feel like Carlisle retiring before Luca leaving makes sense timeline wise, but that's the only th- like. Yeah, I forgot how old he is, man. I'm just like, oh, well, yeah, he's well, actually kind of. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Like he's he's an ageless warlock that <laughs> has, you know, studied the the myths of. The myths. I, I I'm tired. I love Same. you, Carlisle. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I I don't think. Ever leave. Uh, I can't. I think it. for yeah. I think for this one, uh, I think it would be uh, it'd probably yeah. A just like timeline, like you know, I could see it. I don't know if I don't think Rick is going to coach anywhere else. You know, after yeah. this, so um, yeah. So I would pick A. Let's see. Next question comes from Maverick four one eight two. Nice. Um, if you're on death row for insert Mavs related crime here, <laughs> what would your last meal be? Meal be. Hmm. Uh, so that crime would be wearing a Spurs jersey. <laughs> um, Killing Grant. I would probably be. I would probably get in trouble for like writing a typo <laughs> and not, not correcting it. Yeah, uh, my, yeah. Wrote like Maxi Cliver or something and yeah. got destroyed by it. Um, <laughs> I think. God, my last meal. In all likelihood, it would be Thai food, but like my, I think what would be a, a a good hack here would be like, can you finish this in thirty minutes? And it's just like I'm gonna just need more time. Like it's like a foot long, so <laughs> I'm just gonna need more time. So just order like the, the largest thing I can. It just keeps just to buy time. <laughs> Let me see. I would probably have um, Japanese rice Ooh. with like a cheesecake for dessert. Mm, so. Yeah, I thought cheesecake too. Yeah. yeah so, um, I, I try not to eat poorly, but I would order a McRib and a Shamrock Shake because you can't because they're seasonal and they might not be around. <laughs> That's why I was like, wait, dude. I was like, wait, a Shamrock Shake is always in March. I don't know what show I stole that from, but thank you. That is so good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, was, that wasn't from your brain, son of a bitch. No. <laughs> My last meal is specifically no Mulan Szechuan sauce. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, let's see. It can be back in circulation. Oh, <laughs> I need the Choco Taco. Oh, oh, those are the most disappointing things ever. <laughs> like, it sounds so good. Oh, an ice cream sandwich made out of a taco. Yeah. This is the soggiest uh. bullshit ever. <laughs> Our next question comes from uh, Joe Kelly for MVP. That's fucking great. He has a, yeah, okay. <laughs> he says, um, what shall's most unpopular opinion you think will happen this year? Uh, I don't, man, I don't the know. Mavs make, the yeah. Mavs winning the finals. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Luca should be oh. on the MVP ballad. I mean. So, tomorrow is Damian Lillard's last game of the year. Oh, that's a Ooh, good. There we go. Yeah, there we go. He's getting spicy on the podcast again. <laughs> uh, welcome to Hot Ones. We're now having the last dab that is Grant's takes on Dame Lillard. Well, it's not so much on Dame Lillard. It's the Blazers. Like they don't play defense just like us. They're not going to be able to stop. They they might be able to stop the Grizzlies. They're not going to stop the Lakers. 
Good. That's see. probably next, a fair point. Next question. Okay. So next question is actually a two first. So two guys kind of like one guy asked a question and the other guy expanded on it. And it was like, they're both like, this is a lot better question. Okay. So this is from um, an average Mavericks fan and Sean. So they ask, um, sorry, I was looking at it. They ask, um, who would you want to get back in a uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. trade? Uh, I that mean, was like, realistic. I just, I mean, he's technically tradable, but like, I like the production from him. You know, it's just like, who would I want instead is like, like all obvious people. You know, it's just like, yeah. of course I want Bradley Beal over him. Yeah. Of course I want, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of who would be someone that would be like, all right, I, what package I would give up THJ, or like who would I would be happy that we got instead. And it's just like, yeah. I don't know. That would be for someone that would take that trade. I don't know. I just, I think I'm just yeah. happy with Timmy. I, and partially it's, it's the beard. It's such a clean fucking beard. It's not a hardened, you know, yeah. bush thicket bird's nest bird's nest yeah, yeah. whatever the hell that's like just it like... is so cleaned up and i'm like how the fuck like is it God. it looks so nice all the time well also he's a millionaire so you can afford that but <laughs> sheen yeah right uh i don't know like I, I, aside from like obvious guys man like i don't really it has to be a part of a package i'm bad at packaging yeah any, like any oh any stuff so I know I got some packages. Uh, here we go. Oh no! Wait, was that a euphemism um, or is that? Like... It, it, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, this is a family well, podcast. See, I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. But um, <laughs> besides, like Booker and like Beal and all those guys, there's there's your Caris Leverts, there's your Miles Turners okay. of the world. Okay. Okay. I would definitely do. I would definitely do any. I would do. I would trade anyone on the team for Miles Turner or or Caris uh, Levert. Anyone on the team, not. You know, Can't not a Luka. unicorn or Luca. Yeah, or okay. Dorian. All right, got it. All right, good question, man. That was a really good question. I had to think about it for a second. Okay, let's see. Um, Jalen Brown. Sorry. Yeah, that's how I go. Yeah. Okay, so Tommy asks, "What do you expect for the future of the team? What should we do objectively?" Shout out to the uh, to the European fans, dudes. I think the dude lives in um, France, maybe. What's up, Europe? Thanks for one. Thanks for the question. Thanks for listening. Um, yeah. I mean, like the current. I mean, it's like like we said earlier in the pod. Like we're a year ahead of schedule. We're we're yeah. doing things, and I think we're we're a smart basketball team. I mean, like there's certain parts. I think it's just it's if it's so clear that we're seeing it. Like, all right, if we're playing more than reserve minutes for Boban or JJ, clearly there's some room to improve that where yeah. you know they shouldn't be your ninth and tenth guy they like those should be your 14th 15th guy yeah. and you know we'll see what ha- like already the development of maxi and dfs and thj for that matter have all been just significant it's like we're the number one offense like that's where do you improve from that <laughs> you know like yeah. It's like, all right, well, once, once, once Luca really figures out basketball, I think we'll be good. <laughs> yeah. You know, like we're going to be good, like going forward. You know, I think like this is just like a small step towards a much bigger goal. Right. So, you know, I just think like what we should do, like as a team is definitely like keep building around Luca and KP, like find the right pieces that work mm-hmm. and sign them to good deals, good, fair deals. So, um, yeah, you know, this is what I think. Um, 
Unless Grant has anything to ask, we're going to the next question. Or um, objectively, we need wings and veteran leadership. Desperately. Oh, we need guys that can close out games. Yes, or work on closing out games, yeah. Sort of a um, Lou William kind of. Maybe, like, yeah. yeah. Sort of a, a Dragic kind of uh, yeah. Marcus Gasol kind of beat. Ooh, <laughs> I hadn't thought of skinny Marcus all in a while. That's a good call. Well, if you look at my last article up on MFFLs.com and episode eight of a show about basketball on YouTube, you can uh, you can learn all about my thoughts on Marcus all, Don. That's very good. I quoted you earlier, so don't give me shit. <laughs> Anyways. I was just, <laughs> just plugging the show. I you, didn't even, you didn't even show up on time, bro. Anyway. <laughs> no, show about basketball. Check it out, guys. Okay, so uh, next question. Uh, comes from TJ. Um, no idea if you guys know who this is, but TJ is TJ. Really, yeah, she's back on Twitter. She's a really cool friend. Uh, right works. Uh, she's a she's a straight up journalist now. Uh, you know, sure doing up. crazy awesome things. Uh, she sent us she sent us a gif uh, saying, uh, "Why are you being weird?" It's the well, core TJ. principle of our podcast. Yeah, I mean that that and just like uh, we uh, you know things have you know things have you know been progressing and changing a little bit so. You know, we're, you know, being a little bit professional nowadays about the podcast, even though I still cuss like most of the time. So, uh, you know, um, yeah, I just like being weird with these guys and it's cool. And that didn't sound weird at all coming out. Being weird until you get, until we get bogey. Yeah. Yeah. Or or, uh, Buddy Healed. Or Buddy Healed. Or Harry Harry Giles. Yeah. Yeah. What transaction is going to make us a professional podcast? Is it? getting a professional host <laughs> oh Ooh, no. no 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 never okay good no okay please let's don't see. replace me it's the only thing i have <laughs> <laughs> never all right let's see <laughs> next question last question last question finally we got it right on guys last question all right let's do it guys last question comes from chris chris asks when the Mavs win the 2020 championship will there still be parade or will covid get in the way of that Covid fighting away of that. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, here's what will happen. We'll just start the parade from Orlando to Dallas. Just the entire way. Just, just the entire way. Absolutely. The longest social distance from each other. The longest victory lap ever. That's actually how I think that you can improve NASCAR. Don't make it a circle. Just make it a straight line. <laughs> Indy 500 across Indiana. <laughs> oh shit. Um, Grant, what, what do you think, Grant? What? I'm sorry, I was not paying attention. <laughs> I, I I heard he was I trying to bait you so bad. If you want to bait me, don't talk about indie cars. That's like that's, oh, that's what makes right. me. Okay. That's Fine. what makes me space out. All right. What's what's like the Super Bowl of NASCAR? Are you kidding me? I don't You're, know. I dude, it's all cars. The Daytona 500. Okay. That. So oh, that's dude, let's do. The, I'm sorry. Let's do the Daytona 500. But not in a circle, a straight line. I don't. Five hundred miles. Means, but Daytona is not too far from Florida, from uh, Orlando. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying. Don't make it a circle, a straight line, five hundred miles straight, and just line that fucker with with fans. Oh, I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably you'd you'd see the cars for like. <laughs> Like ten minutes, bro. And then we all be gone. Yeah, no, that would be like the worst fan experience ever. We've paid eight hundred dollars to be here. Here they come! Boom! I thought oh, we were home. watching a parade. <laughs> no, never mind. Oh god, it's so it, early, guys. It's totally fine. We're, we've reached we've reached NASCAR joke delirium. Yeah. 
Guys, thank you so much for all the questions. It's Seriously, showing that guys. you're listening and that we really appreciate it. We Things have been super hectic for us this time of year, um, just with school starting and us, you know, job stuff, whatever. We won't bore you with the details, but we do plan on having uh, some basically some fan interviews. We want to get you guys on the pod. Uh, we want this to be a more interactive experience. Uh, we greatly appreciate you guys listening. If you have a second, please uh, rate and write a review. Um, that helps us out immensely. We have 48 five-star reviews. So thank you guys so much already for doing what you've done. Any of this can just get us on you know various charts and hopefully get a new audience or, or grow our audience on a new audience. We love you guys the way you are. Um, thank you so much for participating, uh, for listening. This is like I, like I said earlier in the pod, this has been one of the few good things the internet's done for me. And I'm having so much fun engaging with you guys and having good productive, for the most part, positive basketball conversation with you guys. Uh, we're looking forward to bringing on some guests uh, sooner than later. Uh, I am going long on this, so I'm just going to go ahead and just end this pod. Uh, uh, for Ruben, for Grant, uh, I've been Don Denham. You can follow us at the MFFLs.com or at the underscore MFFLs. Yep. Yep. Uh, we're also uh, read, read our blog at MFFLs.com. Uh, this has been the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. I'm Don Denham. Have a good rest of your day. Later, guys. Bye, guys. Leave us a review. And uh, once we get 55-star reviews, I'll slap Don. I will lit him and call him Rubicky. <laughs> <laughs>